Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast. Uh, today's episode, I'm here with uh, Patrice Kimbler, and we're going to talk about the SB 145, part two of what we started last week with the sexual abuse and, and the sex trafficking episode that we did last week. And this is just, uh, that was the lead into today. And I, I think before we start too, I just want to do a, a little disclaimer. You might not want kids around watching this. Um, there's not a lot of graphic talk, but there's talk about sex and, and things like that. So you might not want your children around. Um, just be aware of that. Okay. And so we're going to dive into this today. Exactly. What is SB 145? Why it was written, what it consists of its discrepancies and inconsistencies. Pretty much that's yeah. everything that's in there. Yeah. Um, we'll start with the one thing, this, this bill was written and introduced by uh, Senator Scott Weiner. Um, and what he says when he opens up this, this letter is that Senate Bill 145, which ends blatant, blatant discrimination against the LGBTQ youth. And that's nothing but a pure lie. It's a blatant lie based on emotions, not on fact. Because the bottom line of this law is it actually could have been all this mess that we've got here could have been prevented by changing just one couple words in the original law that was written in 1944. And the big deal with this law is that um, it's like, I'll, just gonna, I'll read what the, what the distinction of the law is. Um, at best as it treats oral and anal sex, and they're talking about the original law, I believe, not natural between two men, as somehow worse than penile vaginal sex, this proportionately targets LGBTQ youth people by mandating sex offenders register for forms of intercourse in which they engage. For example, if an 18-year-old straight man has penile vaginal intercourse with a 17-year-old girlfriend, he is guilty of a crime, but he is not automatically required to register as a sex offender. Instead, the judge will decide based on the facts of the case whether a restriction is warranted by contrast of an 18-year-old gay man has sex with a 17-year-old boyfriend. Then the judge must place him on the sex offender registry, no matter what the circumstances. So, I mean, that, that's unfair. I mean, it does sound fair, yeah. and but that's the guys that yeah. they're bringing this in under is we want equality. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we want equality. So but that's not what this is about. No, it's not it has what this is about. Nothing to do whatsoever. with equality whatsoever. No, no, you know, and and you know, while we're right here with the LGBTQ, you have a, 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 a verbal, a good verbal talk with some people at the last. We, we I did. I did. So um, we were at an event where we, we set up an information booth. And one of our signs that we have posted says, 
that pedophilia is not a sexual orientation. And we have that out there for everyone to see. And uh, there was a, a group, a small group of probably like five or six gay men. And uh, they stopped dead in their tracks when they saw the sign. And they pointed at it and, and they said, you've got that right. And they came over, they donated some money, which I thought was very cool. And uh, we got into a conversation and he brought up to me, did you see what they did? What, what Newsom did with SB 145? Did you see what they did? And I said, yes. And it, it came in under the guise of, of equality. And he said, there's nothing, there's nothing in this bill that is for equality. He says, this is their legal way to pedophilia, to make it legal. So even, you know, even gay people are not happy with this bill because they recognize that that they're being used yeah. to get this bill in and they're being used by the government right. to, to be able to usher this in. See, that's and that's sad that they're using it for such a, uh, you know, wieners at, 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 at fault for it. Basically, he, he introduced it and, you know, Newsom with all his other annex he's up to, he's just as guilty as everybody else. I mean... Because it's a blatant lie that we're that the original law discriminates. Yeah. Because that was written in 1944, and the gay community was not all that big in 1944. So to make it real simple, all they really had to do was add that vaginal part that they were they automatically had to go get registered as a sex offender. Right. But that's right. all they really had to do to this bill. Right. But, they could have added the, added the words for anal. Yeah, ex- yeah. Exactly. I mean, there, there's so much they could have done instead of all this rigmarole. Okay. Exactly. So here, here's the physical, the physical effect. Okay. Um, on this, what it's going to cost. Okay. And, and to, according to the assembly appropriations committee, one time cost, and the hundreds of thousands of dollars to low millions of dollars for the first three years to the Department of Justice and the Department of DOJ increased workload to address claims for removal from the sex offender registry. The DOJ estimates workloads cost $945,000 in physical year 2019-2020 and $2.8 million in the physical year 2020 and 2021 and $2.6 million in the physical year 21-22 and $58,000 annually thereafter. Now, well, who's going to pay for that? Well, we are, of course. Oh, that's right. We are the yeah. taxpayers, right? <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and this is already costing us $94 billion a year for to deal with the, the victims of sexual assault. And that's, um, I've got that. I don't have the, the stat right. I don't have the, the, the reference right in front of me. But And that's for the, the medical, legal, all that. Right. Nine, right. $94 billion yeah. dollars a year in the United States yeah. that we have to put that the bill for. That we have for. to put the bill for. Absolutely. It's, um, what's a lot of people don't realize is this bill also opens up to anyone that has uh, been placed on this registry in the past. It allows them to petition the courts to be able to be removed from this list. And it's going to be up to the discretion of, of a judge. Um, but they're expecting such a, an overload. Look at how much, what, what's for the first year? Almost $1 million. In the million. Yeah, high and, hunters. At the, yeah. And that's just in regards to the registry. This isn't for any other, this is just for that registry to be able to, to bring these cases up and, and get them before the judge. And but, it's, it's ridiculous. And you're looking at for you know 19 and 20 from 
fiscal year 19 all the way through 22, close to $8 million. Yeah, total. Yeah. Total, right? So we, the taxpayers, are going to pay Put that. the bill again. Put the bill again, yeah. as usual. So, you know, and, and the, the thing about this is that there's about there's 12 coalitions that support this. One of the foundation, Stonewall Democratic Club. Surprise, surprise, yeah. okay? Um, but here's the thing is there's not one psychiatrist, not one psychologist, or not one mental health expert that is in favor of this or that supports this. At least they're not, it's not in the documents that we have. So that, that should tell you a lot right there on top, you know, on top of everything else. When you got all these other, you know, non-psychological or, or mental health guys supporting this, that, that makes me worried right there. Um, and this bill is, is what, when it's printed out, like two, three inches thick? Oh, yeah. And and the more we go through it, the more and more we find. Yeah. And and it's just it's just appalling. So if you have an opportunity and you want to see it for yourself, um, it's California SB 145. Uh, yeah, 145. 145. <laughs> yeah. SB 145. It was signed into law. So as it is, this is now existing law in the state of California. Yeah, Gleason so, signed it September 20th, yep. or September 11th, 11, 2020. Yep. Yeah, it, it's, 9 it, it's a law now. So here's a little more about what it is, SB 145, Wiener Sex Offenders Registration. We're going to go through some stuff and, and so on and so forth here, and we'll go elaborate on some of it. But existing law, the Sex Offender Registration Act requires a person convicted of one of certain crimes that specified to register with law enforcement as a sex offender while residing in California, while attending school or working in California, specified a willful failure to register as required by the act is a misdemeanor or felony, depending on the underlying offense. That's a good law. That's in there now. But we need to take misdemeanor out there and it automatically should be a felony. Yep. Okay. Um, this bill would exempt from mandatory registration under the act a person convicted of certain offenses. This is where it's going to start getting dicey involving minors. If the person is not more than 10 years older than the minor and that offense is the only one requiring the person to register. 10 years. With that saying, kick it be 10 and he could be 20 or she could be 20. She, whatever it is, whatever they are, not it, whatever they are, that's a 10 year difference. And, and, and what people don't realize, what the government don't realize, what they failed to ask and what they failed to really research is the long lasting emotional, physical and spiritual effects that abuse of any kind and especially sexual abuse has on these kids from the minute they are abused. The, the the effects kick in and start kicking in, and it's not not nothing. Oh, just get over it. It happened a long time ago. I heard that all my all my life growing up. Or you just need to forgive, forget, and move on. It's not that simple. Those are things that we have to do. But you'll you'll never you'll you'll never forget, right? So that's what they haven't looked at. What are the long lasting effects? And I think it's about thirty percent of all uh, abused children go on to become perpetrators, right? So it's, it's and it's majority, 80% of the perpetrators, check this out, 80% of perpetrators are married men with children. So again, they're picking out a group of, of, of 20%, okay? Remember, most of them are, 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 are 80% are, ma- are married heterosexual men. Yeah. Only 20% are in the gay community. Yep. 
And so here they're taking this 20%, and probably in that 20%, maybe, I would guess, 1%, 2% belong to the LGBTQ communicate community community that thinks we're blatant liars. Yeah. I mean, that's how ridiculous not only this bill is, but every other bill we have in this country sometimes. Yeah. Right? And it bo- the bill was, w- w- was passed with a 41 to 25 uh, ratio. And the, you'll find the documents who voted uh, yes for this. And I think they were all Democrats. So like Patricia said, you can look this up, SB 145. You can look up the regular bill. I mean, just the, the initial bill, the way it is. But get into it, dive deep into it, because you're going to see as we go on some of the contradictions that are in that, in that bill. Well, I also want to point out in here, it says that as long as the, the, you know, the person, the offender, isn't more than 10 years older than the minor, and that the offense is the only one requiring that person to register. So in other words, if they have more victims that haven't come forward yet, then, you know, as long as it's yeah, only well, one victim, as long as it's only one that's okay. So yeah. we ruin them one life. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. As long as it's only right. one. Yeah. And, and the average perpetrator has an average of four to nine victims. That's just the everyday perpetrator. That's not the next level up is up to 20 or somewhere around there. And then the, the serial has up to 400 perpetrators. Yeah. And you'll never know. The thing about per- perpetrators, it doesn't matter, men, women, it doesn't matter. Gay, straight, don't matter. No. Very deceiving, very deceptive. They are usually an outstanding member of the of the, of the community, like pastors, yeah. like police officers, like deacons of the church, like members of the choir. Usually charismatic. They're very charismatic, yeah. right? You would never think that they had a bad bone in their body. Right. And those are the ones that we have to be careful of. Now, I'm not saying all people like that. Right, of course. Of course, but you got to be careful with the talk. But hindsight is always twenty twenty, And when right. you look back, you know, one of the most common things was I, I never expected that from her, him, whoever it is. Right. You know, people who knew that, oh, I, I, you know, I don't believe it. Like, I never, I never would have known. No. You know, no. and, and. They, oh, my stepfather. Nobody would have guessed it. No. And when he passed away, I was reading stuff on Facebook, and everybody thought he was just the same. And people go, why don't you go on there and say something? Like, because it's not my job, and I've forgiven the man. Mm-hmm. And to all those other people, he, he's exactly that. He was the same. He wasn't, he wasn't a perpetrator. To them. Right. But to me, he was. Right. right? And they were mourning. So it, it gets really... Get really complicated. Yeah, <laughs> it's never just uh, black and white. Is it, it? It's not just no. black and white. No. Um, there's so much involved. There's so much that is it, that twines, intertwines, and in all this stuff. Um, Going to go down to the um, the Senate Rules Committee, where it says sex offenders registration. The subject it says digest. This bill exempts defend, defendants convicted of specified non-forcible. <laughs> Sex offenses involving minors and man- from mandatory registration as a sex offender. There is no such thing or, as non-forcible yeah. sex with and a it, minor. No, and it's used over. It's the next one, January first. Sex offender registration for persons convicted of various offenses, ten years of ten years, they get twenty years for lot or, or life, depending on the nature of the conviction. For persons convicted, here it is again, yeah. non-forcible. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about early. There's no such thing as non-forcible. Exactly. Because children are coerced. 
and they don't have to be threatened um, physically. No. There's some verbal cues that, that perpetrators are great at. Don't tell nobody. This is going to be our little right. secret. So I'm a member of a secret club. Right. Don't tell anybody. I'm going to hurt your mom. I'm going to hurt your dad. I'm going to hurt your brother. I'm going to kill your dog. Yeah. Right? These kids, they believe what they're being told. These perpetrators are not stupid. No. Right? Even I've talked to older kids that have got um, been molested in their teens, and this, they use the same tactic. Yeah. You know, they're just as afraid as everybody else, you know. Um so there's no such thing as a non-forcible sex, sex act with a minor. No. And, you know, um, I've even heard cases where the children are actually bribed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and um, and the case of one girl who was trafficked, um, the attitude when she, you know, when she got out of it was, well, it, it wasn't so bad because I got taken really nice places and I, I was bought yeah. all kinds of uh, things. And, yeah, I had to do this other thing, but, you know, it really wasn't that bad. Right. But, you know, there again, that is forcing a child. That's forcing a child. To have sex. Or, it's, it's coercion. Or, yeah, yeah at, I mean, absolutely, at the very least. I mean, my, my stepfather and my mother, it was the same way. You know, taking us places, buying us things, right? Mm. I mean, at Christmas, I had more, I had enough gifts to give to a village of kids, you know? I mean, it was just always, I was always being bought. Yeah. You know, always yeah. being bought. Yep. And it's like... And, and you know what that does to a lot of people with open trees is this, is that there's always a good connected to bad, bad connected to good, right? And so what I found out for myself and a lot of people that I work with is that that creates a waiting for the shoe to drop attitude in people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. matter, especially when, you, you know, when you're working through recovery and everything else. It probably took me four years to get rid of that attitude. Yeah. You know, and, and my mentors would say, are you waiting for the other shooter to drop, Randy? I go, yeah. Because Randy's not going to drop. <laughs> right. But because it was like anything, anytime something good happened, my business was taken off early on, and I told my my my, my, my staff, be ready. What do you mean be ready? I go, things are going too good. It's going to it's gonna crash. Okay, <laughs> yeah. self-sabotage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, so there's a lot that these guys – Put into people and, and girls. There's girls. Girls do molest men, whether you want to yeah. believe it or not. Fourteen yeah. percent, I yeah, believe it we, was. Uh, yeah, we see that unfortunately. Yeah. Um, this this next one is another one that just is like um, okay. Uh, number eight it says authorize a court to order a person convicted of an offense that does not require registration as a sex offender to to nonetheless register as such if it finds at the time of conviction or sentencing, that the person committed the offense as a result of sexual compulsion or sexual gratification and states on the record the reasons for its findings. Now, is it just me or is not <laughs> sex a, a self-gratification and always, not always, but a lot of times a compulsion? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I would say if yeah, if you have to reach out, and especially to have sex with a child, right? Yeah, there has to be some sort of compulsion there yeah. that drives you to do yeah, that. Absolutely. Right? So. Yeah. So it's it's always I don't I don't know where they're getting the stuff from. I don't know who they're talking to, but it's always a compulsion and or gratification. Right. It's got to be one or the other. Why else would you do it? Yeah. Exactly. It has to be one or the <laughs> you other. Know? 
So, but it's funny because it, it does say result of a sexual compulsion. See, and, and this is the thing that we have to understand about bills in our government, the way that they word things, yeah. like every single word has meaning. Right. And a lot of times we skip over it. So as long as, you know, the result of sexual compulsions, right. you know, so can I blame a different compulsion and, and get away with it? Is that, well, as long yeah. as it's not a sexual compulsion, no. is that, you know. Is it okay? Exactly. No. Exactly. So is it a love compulsion? Right, right. Yes. You know? Yes. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. It, yeah. That's, that's what we deal with on, 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 on these bills. It's like, it's ridiculous. We do. And it's, it's absolutely disgusting. And I, I know there's another part that um, when we tripped over it because we, we just happened to, to find it when we were picking this apart, um, that goes to speak to this very issue, you know, compulsion and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say that for later, though. Yeah. That's, that's juicy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, again, this exempts a, uh, a person convicted of the, the, this bill, the one passed in sep September 2020. Again, it, it exempts a person convicted of the non-forcible sodomy with a minor. There it goes again. Yeah. Oral copulation with a minor, sexual penetration with a minor, as specified. You know, the, the, the sexual penetration with a minor, to change this whole bill the way it was originally written, mm -hmm. there's a perfect sentence. Exactly. Sexual penetration, which includes vaginal or anal. Right. Okay. Then the bill is fine. Exactly. There, there's none of this other crap they put in there to right. try to make it like. Exactly. You know, exactly. But instead we have what? 10,000 pages of, of, right. you know, garbage that they can throw in there that none right. of us will ever see, ever know. Yeah. And, you know, and then we get the, oh, sorry. It's already Ooh. a bill. Too late. It's law. How many, how many even knew about this bill? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, you know, again, there's a non-forcible part in there with a minor specified overthrowing automatically registered as a sex offender under the sex offender registry. Um, so basically active, um, active, the person is not more than 10 years older, the minor, see there it go, there it is right there. Act, the, the, the person is not more than 10 years older than the minor at the time of the offense and the conviction is only one requiring person to register. So again, you gotta be 10, you know, if you're 10 years older then you're going to get the slapped on you. So basically what they're saying is they're going to get released with a slap on the wrist, right. only to reoffend and destroy another life. So let me ask you, Randy, on average, because these are your stats, how, how long does an offender groom? What's the grooming process? One to, one to five years. Yeah. So one to five years. And what that could look like, um, mine was simple. With my stepfather, my, my, my dad was in the hospital with cancer. My parents were divorced. He would just—he was a super nice guy. He came along, into our, you know, wove himself into our life. Took us out to dinner. He had nice cars. We we went places. We had fun. He, for the most part, I'll just say he was a surrogate father. Right. Until a month after my father died, then he he knew what he was doing. He swooped in and he, he attacked. You know. Um, and that's a warning for single moms out uh, there. You know, please. Please be very, very careful before you introduce anyone to your children at all. Know who they are. It's know who they are. 50% 50, 50 greater chance of a child being molested from a single mom. Yeah. So you got to be careful. And then the other long-term one could be that, you know, you get a single mom or a father that just is busy all the time and not 
not there going to baseball games and it could be it could be a cousin right remember 93 yeah. percent of perpetrators 93 percent are family members or family yeah. friends so it could be a cousin it could be a, a close uh, friend so he's coming to the games all the time or it could be just a, a serial perpetrator that's scoping out a single mom they get to know mom they get to know the kid they they they, they just kind of take the place of the father so to speak over the course of time they're taking the you know for for sodas after the game, yeah. ice cream after the game. Yeah. They're doing different things with them all the time. All the innocent stuff. There's nothing going on. Right. And then they go. Then they go camping one time, and then they start. Then that child gets molested. Was well, the child going to say anything? Right. I, I think not, because if he says anything, his dad's already not there. Right. He's going to lose all this stuff that he's getting as a child that he wasn't Just getting. Just for that, from. there again, bribery. Bribery, right? absolutely. Without, without dangling it in front of your face, but it's still bribery. Absolutely. And so, and that could take a period of five years. Right. You know, you think about the, the strategic planning that they do. Right. And again, it's somebody that you wouldn't even think would, would have a bad bone in their body doing it. It's, it's a skunkle for gosh sakes. What would he do it for? Well, yeah. You know, yep. so we wait, we, we move in when they're seven, eight, nine years old and we start grooming. And next thing you know, that 14 comes around and bam, Boom. I don't have to worry. Yeah. I could have been looking at a whole lot of time before oh, yeah. this, but not now. Absolutely. Not now. You know, absolutely. Um, a little background on, on this. California mandates sex offender registration for the following offenses involving voluntary sexual acts. Minors with someone who is aged within 10 years. So those voluntary act, those forcible, non-forcible involuntary or in, uh, voluntary acts are sodomy, right. which is and or oral copulation with a member of the same or opposite sex. Sexual penetration, which is the insertion. It's not necessarily for the vaginal intercourse, okay? Sexual penetration is the insertion of a body part or other object into a body orifice, such as the vagina, the anus, or mouth as part of a human sexual act. A forensic term for the acts, which includes sexual intercourse, cunnilingus, fellatio, and anal intercourse, are any other intrusion, however slight, of any part of a person's body or any object into the genital or anal openings of the victim's defendants or any other person's or uh, or any other person's body emission of semen is not required right. so that is what sexual penetration means okay it doesn't matter if it's the vagina the anal it doesn't matter okay um, and then oral copulation is is so those are all, all, all the statutes that um, people are looking at the Sex Registration Act for. If we take the, the, the real quick on the Hofshire case that was involved a 22-year-old offender who was convicted of oral copulation with a 16-year-old girl, the defendant argued at his sentencing that the mandatory registration requirement he was forced to undergo was a violation of equal protection because if he had engaged in vaginal intercourse under, instead of oral copulation with a minor, the registration would be, dis, uh, would be discretionary on the part of the job. Both the prosecutor and the judge agreed that the mandatory registration for oral copulation was out of whack with a discretionary registration for vaginal intercourse. I, I, I don't care if it's vaginal intercourse, oral copulation, it doesn't matter. It's abuse. And it still has the same effects. Yeah. And, and you know this, 
when somebody, when you're a kid and somebody forces their penis in your mouth, it's not the fun of saying the experience. Okay. And it scares the crap out of you. And you're talking to somebody that's experienced as a kid. It scares the living bejesus out of you. You don't know what's going on and you just want to run and you just overcome with shame. All right. So all this without this, without question. And I think I'm going to say just right out loud. The reason this is so loose, how many judges have been, have been abused or are pedophiles. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is something that needs to be addressed on all levels. Oh, absolutely. Pedophilia is in every single world system. Every, it's, every right. single thing. It's right. in our banking industry. It's in our entertainment industry. It's it's in the churches, folks. You know, I, I can't tell you how much it hurts me to say that, but it's in our churches. Yeah. It's in our schools. It's 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 everywhere. It's in every single system that that world system that we have. Um, there are pedophiles and there yeah, are children are, yeah. being abused. And it's just not here in America. No. Oh, my gosh, no. It's, no. It, 55 million children worldwide are yeah, trafficked, are trafficked a, year. Right? a year. Yes. Yeah. If you take the statistic of one in three girls and one in four boys are sexually abused before the age of 18, that's worldwide. Right. That's not just here in the United States, not just here in California. Right. That's worldwide. So we have that many trafficked. But, you know, it's not common. It does happen, you know, where a parent will traffic their child. Right. But that's not common. No. So my numbers are separate from what your numbers are. Right, because, exactly. Because no. our children, so when you think about that, when you think not one in four children are trafficked, one in four children are abused. But we know the numbers are much, much, much higher. They're than much that. higher, much than, higher that. than that. Much higher than that. Right. So this is an addition. And those children... They're traffic children. They're still abused, right? right? They're still being still abused, abused, obviously. They're still abused, absolutely being abused. But yeah. these children, that 55 million a year. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids. They're not even included in the one in four. They're not included in the counts of those statistics. No, they're not. No. So because it, they're two separate st- statistics. It, it, I'm just going to say this because it just came to my mind. There's a reason why. What happened in Imperial yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, there's 27 people packed in that in that, that expedition. They took all the seats out. Yeah. It was it was a runner. They were running illegal immigrants. Yep. Okay. Thank God they weren't kids. Yeah. Because yep. they could have been trafficked kids just yep. as easy as they were adults. Yep. And it's tragic that it happened. Period. Right. But if you could imagine that being kids, and it happens. Knows, it, but, I've seen videos around the world yeah. where, where kids yeah, snatched off the streets. That happens here in, in America, right, too. Right. It happens all over the place. So, it, uh, and, and that's, so now you take those trafficked children and you add that to the abused children. And, and what, what do we have? And why do we expect our laws to be any different than this garbage right here yeah. when... when Right. The ones that are making them have felt, in some cases, the full effects of of some of this. It's I think the laws, are, personally speaking, I think the laws, like this law, for instance, is written to protect those in the government that are doing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And let's just be yeah. real about it. Yeah. Okay? It's happening in the government. It's oh, happening yeah. at the higher levels of the government. Absolutely. So it's sad that it's... It's absolutely sad. Google politicians convicted of of, uh, child sex offenses. Don't even put sex offenses, put child sex offenses and and see what comes up and see over the last, especially 
Um, this last year and a half, there have been some amazing, amazing arrests, but it's in everything. It's everywhere. Um, it's, it's just, it's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. So when we're looking at that Hoshark case too, this is mm -hmm. both the Court of Appeals and the California Supreme Court held that the mandatory registration for oral copulation was a violation of the defendant's constitutional right to equal protection under the law. Right. Okay, you want equal protection. I'm, I'm going to say it right here on this on this on this podcast. Then let's stop the the flow of illegal Im immigrants coming in here, and let's stop the money that they're getting. You want to talk about if you want to talk about equal protection, yeah. Okay, then they shouldn't be getting social security. They shouldn't be getting none of that money because they have not worked the years you and I have worked. They have not done it. Right. Okay. And, and this, I, I come here legally. I had 80, 80 Hispanics on my cruise. Right. They were great people. I love them. I got nothing against them. Right. But you know, if you want equal protection, it's got to be straight across the board. We can't cherry pick what we want right. and don't want. Right. You know? You no, know, it's a lot of people, you know, they say equal rights, right? And and so what equal rights are is everybody's afforded the same God-given things, right? right? Okay. So special rights, which is in, in a lot of the cases what we're talking right. about in these right. types of things, special rights says you're not as good as you are less than, and in order to bring you to where everybody else is, so you're not less than, you're going to need to have special rights when nothing could be further from, from the, truth. the truth. Nothing could be further from the truth. No. No, it, it, it's, equal rights are not special rights. And special rights are not equal rights. No, no, not at all. It's just come to America and, and, and come here legally. Italian, Polish, Hispanic, African, it doesn't matter. Come here legally, get yourself a work visa, and go to work like everybody else has done before you that came here as immigrants. That's all we ask, okay? What was this little... So the, the next thing... <laughs> a little side round. A little side round on that, but it, 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 yeah. it ties in, but, it, you know... It, it does, yeah, and, yeah. and living in California, we just have yeah. so many issues that oh, really yeah. affect us more so. But, you know, it's like I always say, as goes California, so goes the rest of the country, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So... I hope as Texas goes... Never mind, let's not go there right now. Let's stay, <laughs> let's stay focused on this. So... The loophole. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Patrice, Patrice uh, talk about this loophole oh, right here. Yeah. These are her favorite, and it, it's like it, this is like oh you yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I call this the loophole. Um, too bad they don't mark it in the bills as such. It'd be so much easier for us to find. But um, this is in section 288.2, and this was actually added, and it says it shall be a defense to any prosecution under this section that a parent or guardian committed the act charged in the aid of legitimate sex education. And it also goes on to say, it shall be a defense in any prosecution under this section that the act charge was committed in the aid of legitimate scientific or educational purposes. Man. Man, man, man. Talk about a loophole. We, <laughs> I think we need to take a second to just digest this. So it is a defense to any prosecution. They're, they're telling you in the bill, oh, this is how we're going to be able to circumvent this law. It's a defense in the prosecution under this section that a parent or guardian 
committed the act char or the charged act in the aid of legitimate sexual education. Or the other one goes on to say uh, scientific purposes. So as long as you're uh, teaching your child what sex is all about, and I guess with physical aids, then that is considered okay. Or if someone is conducting scientific experiments on you, if, if we if we call it that, then is that our loophole? Speaking of scientific, what about the professor at Indi I think it was Indiana University? Your daughter yeah. was telling us about yeah. that. Yeah. Was conducting he wanted to see how many orgasms girls could have. And boys. And boys. And boys. Starting at the age of Two months? I, I think, it was, yeah, I think months. it was, yeah, two yeah, months. Two months. Went up to, I think, 10 or 11 years. Right. Think about that. <laughs> Who needs to know that? Is that really that important? They shouldn't be, be, be in touch at that age. Well, the reason for that is let's look down the road. What happens? Well, a child, well, they're able to achieve orgasm, so that must be a good thing. So as long as they're okay with it, who's what, what's the harm? Right. Does anybody talk about the fear that's instilled in these kids? So could you imagine? Oh no, I, I you know in, in my book healing the, healing the wounded child within, I got a story about true. It's it's the semen warriors right. over off of the, the semen island off of Papua New Guinea, and all the boys. Okay, in order to pass from boyhood into manhood, have to uh, swallow consume ma it says massive amounts of semen either annually or orally. Okay, now that's that's a native community. Now, to us, there, that is 100% sexual abuse. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it in my book. To them, it's tradition. But the question I have, how many of those kids were petrified in doing that? Have they actually done studies with those kids? What, what does that even look like? Like, you know, come on, little Billy, it, it's time to go to yeah. your weekly appointment. I yeah. mean, like, what, what parent or is it infiltration, infiltration of um, foster care or, or you know, yeah, orphanages? Yeah. Where are these test subjects coming from? Like, where are they getting these kids that they're performing the, these these experiments on? I, it, yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. What parent in their right mind would even allow that to happen? Exactly. So what's exactly. wrong with the parents? Yeah. I, you know, I always say this, and, and, and I'm sure I'm hated by a lot of people, and that's okay, because I speak truth, and I speak the truth of God. And, and you know, parents, sometimes I hear them, what's wrong with kids today? Well, mom and dad, go look in the mirror, because you're looking at the issue. I, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Yeah. And that's not all parents. I know that. There's a lot of really good parents out there. There's also a lot of terrible parents out there. And it's not always their fault. Right. But that's still not an excuse to do what they're doing. They, there's, there's ways. We have two choices in life. We always have two choices. Right. Right. And you know what's right and you know what's wrong. So are you going to choose the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? It's even with these pedophiles. It's even with our government. They, you can't tell me with a clean conscience that. I mean, Anybody in uh, the right mind. Newsom's got kids of his own. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. So, Mr. Newsom, we're going to let your kids. Go hang out with some gay guys and 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 nothing. Okay, listen, Pat Patrice and I, we have a lot of gay friends. We love the gay the gay people. It's nothing against them it's whatsoever. Not, this isn't a gay issue. No, it's not. It a has gay nothing issue. to do. It, this is this is about adults 
grown people hurting children. Yep. That's that, that's, that's all that this is about. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what sex you are. I don't care nope. what religion you are. If you hurt a child, it will be better off that you tied a millstone around and, your neck and, and jump into the sea. Absolutely. That's what the Lord says. Absolutely. And so this has nothing to do with being discriminatory against no. anybody, you know, True. for anything. This is, if you hurt a child, then you're guilty. And by definition, you know, that's who we're talking about. So those are who we're uh, prejudiced against or, yeah. you know, have anything against is, is anyone who would hurt a child. Right. But it, anyone else, no. No, no, absolutely not. It's, it's you know. So, to, 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 to just real quick, the age of consent in California, <laughs> all right, is 18 years of age. So but wait, what? 18? Yeah. Oh. But well, if you're 10 years old, you can consent, I guess, according to the new law. Yeah. 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 It's interesting it's kind of well, how that right? works. Yeah, isn't it? So, you have to be 18, but if you're not 18, then... Then we got the special law for you. Yeah. Even though you have to be 18. Even though you have to be 18. Even though the law says you cannot consent no. under the age of 18. So then all of this is non-consensual. Anything that happens to someone in the state of California under the age of 18, 18 is it is non-consensual. Meaning, forcible? If it's non-consensual, does it automatically by default then become forcible? No. It should. Good. And it doesn't. No. So as you can see, we got a couple minutes left here. As 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 you can see, there's a lot in this bill. As so Pat Patrice said earlier, so dive into it yourself. And when we started diving into it, I mean, I got a file about that thick yeah, of paper. Literally. 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 I mean, it's just because it, the way they write them, it's no wonder people don't read them. They're confusing yeah. as yeah. all. Intentional. Oh, That's, intentionally yeah. like that. Yeah. So um, re just remember, too, like if, if you need help, there's reach out for reach out to some resources, reach out for help. And there's two sitting right here. Uh, Patrice has got Love and Light uh, Act Against Childhood Trafficking and Abuse. Um, and I got Healing, the, I mean, I'm sorry, the Courageous Healers Foundation, uh, CourageousHealers.org, or CourageousHealersFoundation.org, uh, or CourageousHealers.org, yeah. CourageousHealers.org. Um, and then what's your website? LoveAndLightAct.org. Right. .org. And then you can all you, you can reach out to us. I also have a life coaching business, uh, Change Your Life Story Now. dot com. It's all tied into the foundation we deal with sexual abuse victims, and, and Patrice deals with the the trafficking side of it. So we kind of work as much as we can side by side, right. hand in hand, and and uh, we're starting to do more and more stuff because we believe in what we do. We believe that somebody needs to speak up for these kids, and if nobody else is going to do it, then Patrice and I will both do right. it. And we speak out very loud. <laughs> um, we, we, we don't. We have no filter to be honest with you. No, and, no, and, and no. we don't need a filter. And, so. and I probably should uh, disclose at this point that uh, the things that I say are not to be affiliated <laughs> with Love and Light against child trafficking <laughs> yeah. and abuse. Yeah. So yeah. I'm my own. Yes, yeah. my opinions are strictly my own. And, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, for me, the foundation it's what it is. I mean, this is yeah. what I do. So right. I have a passion for it and I've seen the damage that it does to not only victims, but to their families. So. Yeah. And you know, no offense, but I'd like to put you out of business, right? Yeah. Cause if you don't have any more clients, cause we're catching everybody yeah. when they're young, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. All right. Well, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks guys. God bless. God bless. Be good.
This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does.